0: Thank y'all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. I want to give a big shout-out to Williams Tire. Uh, Mr. William, I can't wait to see that Yoda when we go pick it up. I know you are the man. Anybody around these parts that needs some automotive work done, y'all hit up Mr. William over at Williams Tire in Danville, Georgia. Uh, Chris Nobles at Nobles Networking, thank you for the internet, dude. You can't find no better around here. Uh let's see what else. Shout out to everybody who made the vacation last week possible. I am so sorry that the last episode that we did messed up, but uh in a minute when I'm talking to my guest, I'm going to tell y'all exactly how it messed up and how it was our fault and also alcohol's fault. Uh we're going to blame it on alcohol. Uh even though it was still funny as hell. Uh last week or week before I went on vacation, mean, shout out to Red Circle and all the other corporate sponsors. You guys are awesome. Thank you for making the show possible. Uh, Jay Rudderman with, uh, his podcast. Thank you for doing the exclusive deal with us. Uh, very much appreciate it. Um, so a couple of weeks ago I did the weird moms, of TikTok. Uh, uh, what is her name? See, I'm drawing blank. Cause I'm irritated. <laughs> Erica, it, Erica, no, Erica, was, and Erica, Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer is the one that I did the first show with. I thank the world of her, I hate we couldn't even hook up with her at the beach. Um, she got down there the day that we left, but, uh, miss Erica, and miss Jennifer, uh, jennifer's already done her episode by herself but erica's gonna do one soon but Brittany, her being a, a georgian we had to get her in here first um and uh people like y'all we got a lot of downloads on that episode uh, probably from y'all sharing it and uh people okay. think y'all are funny people think y'all are generally funny so i was like fuck it let's do this <laughs> you, well i'm you, glad
1: glad just- they think i'm funny and not something else
0: uh, no, they think I'm an asshole. I, I've been called an <laughs> asshole more the past month on my show uh, because I have to give like two sides of every argument. Like it's boring if I just get on here and agree with you.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no. Uh, who
0: wants to listen to me get on here and kiss your ass? I'm not. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, I'm not the type to kisses anybody's ass anyway, if you can believe it or not.
1: <laughs> I but, couldn't tell.
0: No, ma'am. Uh, but yeah, so like people have kind of, not many, just a few little haters, but I don't give a shit about them no way. <laughs> They're okay. probably they're probably sitting in their mama's basement going to work at McDonald's just bitching about life every day. I ain't you got nothing that. against it. I ain't got nothing against anybody who works at McDonald's, but some of y'all are just fucking you're trash. Not because you work at McDonald's, but because you were trash in the first place. Um <laughs> I told you I'm irritated before the show uh with everybody I always talked to them for a few minutes. I straight up told Brittany, like I'm in a mood <laughs> I am ill, and I don't know why, but I've got to get this show done, and maybe Brittany will make me laugh. She did last time.
1: You know, I, I really do try, but you, we'll see. I, I don't know if you aggravated. I might not make you laugh tonight.
0: I hope you do. If not, if not, there's this whole big bottle of whiskey that's uh, sitting in my refrigerator It's chilling right now. If this beer doesn't do the job, that fucking whiskey will.
1: Ain't nothing um, wrong with that.
0: So if Listen, you did, I...
1: I I listened to that first podcast and I was like, good Lord, if there ever was anybody that seriously sounded like a fried bologna sandwich, it was me. And I was, t- I and I was like, Holy crap. Like edit my part out. Jennifer and Erica did great, but I felt like my part was poor. I was so nervous, dude. I was yep. like, gosh, why am I so nervous? But I was so nervous.
0: Well, you got to go into these, like just being able to talk to a friend. That's yeah. it. Like, this is just a recorded conversation between, a friend and some people do get nervous, like I've been surprised by the folks actually have.
1: Yeah, and
0: it's like yeah. there's nothing to be nervous about. I mean, yeah, gonna be I think of-
1: towards the end of the podcast, I was a little more comfortable, but at the beginning, I was trying to listen to y'all to get a feel for it, you know. Yeah. So, no, you but I'm
0: out- back
1: and I'm not nervous this time, so we're good.
0: That's right. You come out the gate swinging, that's what you're that's supposed to for- okay. come out, okay. fucking swinging. If you strike out, you strike <laughs> out. I promise you, you can't do no worse than I'm about to do today. Um. <laughs> But uh, before we get started with you uh, on everything, I'll tell you what happened. So the last episode that we did at the beach is called uh, Ratchet Straps and Shock Collars. (laughs) Um, I know it's a completely trashy name, but that's what when we were drunk we came up with. So we were riding in the truck back from a water park. It's actually funny because you you were just telling me y'all were at a we were water park. We just talking about day. it, yep. We was at Big Kahuna Water Park in Destin, and it was the worst experience ever. Like, it was horrible, and I've been at this place before, and it's cool as hell. Well, my friend Lee Tucker, who has had a stick shoved up his ass ever mm. since we went on vacation and don't know why, um, he finally let loose. Like, on day five of a seven-day vacation, he decides this is when he's going to yeah. start having fun, and uh, so he gets him some daiquiris and everything at Big Kahuna. Next thing you know, what this son of a bitch is drunk, and we get in the truck, and he tells this story about this girl he called a bulldog, and uh, mm-hmm. we lo- we love our lesbians and everything around here. So if you go okay. listen, you go listen to the Ratchet Straps episode, you'll get to hear the audio. Well, the audio was so funny. One of my buddies in the truck starts recording it on his phone because we're dying laughing. Like it's, we're almost wrecking on like the strip and Destin because we're laughing so hard. And so he luckily, he records it. And we was like, you know, what? everybody's got to hear this in there in the entirety of the conversation. We're just going <laughs> to upload the file to the podcast. Well, when we uploaded the file to the podcast, it threw off every setting that, that was preset oh, no. as far as audio goes. Oh, and uh, no. so it sounds like you're listening to the whole podcast through a phone call. And it sounds oh, like no. shit, but it is hilarious if you actually go sit there and listen. He, he, <laughs> the first line, it was like, uh, he was telling us how uh, he's only took Xanax one time in his entire life. And the one time he did, he, he told this girl who had the same shirt on as him that he wanted to make out with her. And it turned out oh to, God. it turned out to be she was a lesbian. Then the whole story just went downhill. Oh there. no! I'm gonna
1: have to go listen. I hadn't listened. I didn't even know that one was up. I'm gonna have yep. to go check it
0: out. It, well, it literally says on it bulldog, uh, not bulldog. It says uh, ratchet straps and shock collars. Uh, shit, audio, but funny. Like, okay. it, we didn't realize until we were done, but it was like an hour of nothing but us shit talking. And, and those that.
1: are the best conversations.
0: Dude. And the fact
1: that somebody recorded it, you got lucky.
0: Oh, my God. We, well, I think they were doing it for insurance purposes because I was pretty sure he was about to wreck. <laughs> like, I wasn't drunk driving, but maybe there have been some people that were intoxicated in the vehicle. In
1: the vehicle. In the vehicle. So. Those are the best times, though. Oh those God. are the best times. Yeah. A vehicle full of drunk people.
0: Oh, my God. It was it was amazing. But a lot of people have messaged me like, we want to hear it better. We want to hear it better. Like, I wish I could. Like it's lost to eternity. Like it's gone. It's bye bye. Just do do what you can. Uh, so how was your experience today at the water park?
1: It was good. There wasn't a lot of people there. Um, you know, it's just our little Statesboro, Georgia. So it's not. Like there's a ton of people that live there anyhow. Like in Destin, you know, that's kind of like a vacation hotspot for people. So uh, during the week, it's not bad. Now you don't want to go down there on the weekend because you're gonna be at the bottom of the steps waiting to slide, but. Dude, today, me and my little five-year-old boy, we must have slid down the slides a hundred times in the next, little bit of time we were there.
0: Next time you so, go, you'll have to let me and Gracie know. Yeah. We kill water parks, dude.
1: I will let you know. And we get, we just, this year, we got the, um, it's like 19 bucks to get in a piece, but if you get the season pass, it's only 60 bucks. And they give you free cups. It's only a dollar to refill these huge cups. They give you free, like, guest passes and stuff. So oh, you make cool. up if you go three times, you've made your money. They sell alcohol there? They don't, unfortunately. I, I was a little when you said they sold alcohol at the one y'all went to, I was like, Man, I wish they sold alcohol down there in Statesboro.
0: Well, it didn't matter because the line was so long. Like half of the water slides were closed because they couldn't have enough help. And they closed the adult slides, but they don't tell you that shit till you get in there. Oh, so man. There was a wait for every line. There was a wait for the snack bar. There was only two snack bars open in the entire place. And there was 45-minute waits at each one of those. There was 30-minute waits at slides. The only thing that didn't have a wait was the bathroom, which concerned me. So that means everybody was pissing in the
1: pool. (laughs) In the pool.
0: Everybody. But I was so hot and pissed off by the time they ended up giving us our money back because I'm the king of bitching. (laughs) I bitched about it like I was like this is ridiculous man we've been here an hour and a half I rode one slide and I haven't drank a beer yet
1: yeah that's crappy they didn't tell y'all that some of the slides were closed down
0: yeah uh but it sounds like we'll have to go to splash in the burrow
1: there's not a lot of slides down there but you're going to be able to ride them 10 12 times I mean back to back to back as as quick as you can get your float and run back up to the top of the steps you're going to be you're going to be riding again
0: a lot a lot of college girls work there
1: a lot of college girls work there and a lot of college girls walking around out there.
0: So I don't need the alcohol. <laughs> I, what did
1: you say on your TikTok if, if their butt stood up
0: if, your ass stand, if, up? if your ass stands up in a bikini, I'll shut up when you talk to me.
1: Yep. Yeah, well, you're going to be doing a lot of shutting up if you come down there.
0: They don't pay me no attention. I look like their grandpa.
1: You don't look like their grandpa.
0: I'm telling you, I didn't realize how old I looked until I went to the beach last week. Like, <laughs> I know that I'm aging well as a ginger. We usually look like shit by, by mid-30s. Well, I'm, I'm only 33. But uh, I'm telling you, we would walk across, like, we would just run across people. And I'm a talker. So I'm going to talk to anybody I can damn see. Right. And it was bad. Like, I could see, like, that's, that could be my dad. And not, like, in the good way. Like mm. it, not mm. not in the good way. Like it was where they just were completely just thrown off by me. This, <laughs> I, I think this is the first trip ever I only bought women that were at their bachelorette parties drinks. I didn't I didn't even get to come flirting.
1: on I'm now. I'm telling you.
0: I'm telling you. Really? Yeah, I, I couldn't. It was it was ridiculous.
1: You weren't even shooting your shot with any of the young I
0: girls. I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, mainly, like I get thrown off by the way someone talks. If you have a okay. like a dirty mouth all the time, I think there's a place and time for it. Right. Like, like there's always a place and time because I shit talk. I have a filthy right. mouth when yep. there's time for it. Right. But if I hear you like talking nasty and there's youngins around. Yeah. I'm done. Like, I'm like, I don't care how attractive you are. That is fucking beyond trashy to me. And I'm yeah, trashy. I like, you can't, you can't <laughs> sit there and, and be vulgar when kids are like that close, like I've got, I've got youngins, you've got youngins. It's just, oh yeah, I agree.
1: And their minds are like sponges. So they're going to pick up what you say. And even, and and I'm the same way. I try not to, I use work as my outlet to cuss. Um, I think everybody does. And I think if you work at an orthopedic surgery center, um, I think if you work uh, with surgery anywhere, uh, you're going to cuss. I don't, I don't care who you are. I don't care what kind of church you go to. You're going to cuss if you work in any type of surgery. And that's my outlet is work. So I try not to bring it home, but sometimes my kids hear stuff. And if you've watched any of my TikToks with my three year old little girl, Chesney, uh, she has picked up the word ass and she uses it a lot.
0: See, Uh, that's something we're working on. I cuss around Gracie, but all right. But she's a little older. Yeah, she's nine, but she doesn't, she's never, ever went back and said bad words. Gotcha. She's net. We've never ever heard her saying like something to another kid or a teacher getting yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah. She knows that they're bad. Like she'll yeah. get on to me and tell me like, "Hey, shut up, Dad." She got yeah. mad as fuck yesterday at me. Um, I have this thing that I do, and it is not something that I'm very proud of. Uh, it probably makes me like an asshole to anybody that hears it. You were raised in the South, just like me. Mm-hmm. We were mm-hmm. raised with manners. There's certain things that when I don't see someone doing it in fury aches me to where I have to make a smart ass comment to them. Like if, if you walk past me and you, and like I hold the door for you or something and you don't say, say thank you. Yeah. If you don't say, excuse me, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, excuse me. (laughs) Like I'm going to say something. There was this dude who already pissed me off from just his looks. He had his pajama pants on in the middle of the day. He had his arm in the blood pressure machine. He had a mask on and he was sitting at Walmart. I wasn't going to say nothing because he hadn't done anything to warrant me being a dick yet. But he had his buggy parked where nobody's buggy could go around it, like right <laughs> there at the pharmacy area. Yep. And, and anyway, so I, he looked at me and then he looked at his buggy and knew I couldn't get around it. So I just pushed his fucking buggy out of the way with my buggy. And he said, excuse me. And I said, well, next time you won't be a dumbass and leave your buggy in the middle of the aisle. And Gracie just like slapped the shit out of my leg and was like, dad, you can't do that. Dang. I, was like, I was like, he's got a mask on. He's not about to fight me. <laughs> like he, He's still worried about COVID. He don't want his ass whooping. Like, <laughs> he, but anyway, it's not about what a piece of shit I am today. Um, it's about you because you did interest the shit. Out Look, of- I'm
1: just sitting here listening, man. If you need to vent, I understand you had a crappy day. Dude, I'm no, just no, no, I, listening. I'm just
0: pouring it out right now. It's just not going to get no better, and that's not what the episode's for. It's for you today. I'm that's sure. We'll, right. I'm, no, no, no. I'm sure we'll get into we'll, we'll get into more of what an I asshole I am real soon. Um, but anyway, when we was doing the podcast, uh, I made a couple assumptions about you, and you told me you, by the end of it that I was did. completely wrong completely wrong and that you uh you told me a little bit you sent me this email or this message on tiktok and uh i'm interested now so i want to hear the britney smith story i want everybody to hear so,
1: so let let me just start off by saying i don't know how in the heck you got what you did from my tiktoks when you first were like you seem like you're that chick-fil-a mom blah 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 that wakes your kids up every morning i was seriously thinking in my head how the heck did he get that from my TikToks? But, you know, there's,
0: that's fine. There's a lot of people that fake on social media. You got it.
1: There's a lot of
0: people that try to do one thing on social media and they end up like, that's not really them.
1: No, that, listen, that that is part of me. The skits that I do on there, are just parts of my childhood growing up, stuff that I heard. So, but uh, I guess before I, what, so you just want to hear my story, huh?
0: Well, I'll tell you what. The meat and potatoes that you sent me the other day.
1: Uh huh.
0: Let's just assume that uh, everybody else had the same thought about you if they okay. went and looked at your at your page. Uh, let's just start there. Like I thought you grew up uppity. You clearly okay. didn't grow up uppity. Let's start up. Uh, would you be on the other side of the tracks along with the rest of us?
1: I was. I was. So and, and before I get started with any of this, I don't want anybody to think that. Um, I just want everybody to know that I'm very proud of my upbringing. I'm very proud of the way that I was raised. I think that um, growing up on the other side of the train tracks has taught me a lot in life. Um, I don't necessarily agree with every single thing that I was taught growing up, but, um, you know, as I aged and got a little older, um, I realized, you know, some of the stuff I was taught growing up wasn't necessarily right. So I just want that to, to be clear before I start, but uh, but no, I did not <laughs> grow up uppity. Um, we grew up in a 1976 double wide that was given to our family um when I was younger. Um, my walls were made of plywood. We had no uh cabinet doors on our kitchen cabinets. Um the house wasn't really insulated very good, but my mom made it a home for us. Uh we never we never really knew that you know, we were poor growing up. Um, we might not have had everything that we wanted, but we sure had everything that we needed. It was that kind of situation. My dad worked hard, uh, for the money that he made and my mom made our house a home. And I think like everybody else, you know, you hear people say it takes a village and it really does. We had a lot of help from my grandparents growing up, aunts and uncles, um, you know, stuff like that. But, um, but you know, you hear, uh, I stay in Effingham County, and I don't know if you know Effingham County, but I grew up in Effingham as well, and you've got kind of a lower class part of Effingham County, and then you've got a higher middle class part, and I guess I didn't realize that we were poor until I got to my high school years, and I went to school with some of those, you know, higher middle class, upper class people, and I was like, holy crap, dude, you know, like, these people weren't brought up like me, you know, they were kind of handed everything growing up. They never had to work for anything. They never had to worry about um, you know, if their electricity was going to get shut off or whatever, but, and Lord knows if we, if we didn't eat deer meat or fish growing up, uh, <clears throat> we would have just starved. But, but yeah, so, you know, that's how we were brought up and, um, I'm glad for it because I think that now, um, I, I don't take things for granted that some people take for granted. Um, I save my money. <laughs> we, we, my husband and I save our money. That's a big thing to us.
0: Yeah. I wish I um, did. Um, (laughs) I grew up the same way that that's what got me interested in you is, uh, my mom and dad, when they found out about me, they lit like my mom's family is from Eastman, Georgia, and they had met in Marietta. And, uh, when they found out about me, they was like, we don't want to raise a kid in Atlanta. Thank fucking God that they didn't want to raise me in Atlanta. Um, so they moved down here and they bought a $12,000 house back in 1987 on two acres and when i say it was a shack it was a shack it's condemned now and uh i still to this day if i am i, I like to ride dirt roads and drink i don't get like completely obliterated sometimes right right but it, i'll get a dd if that happens yeah. Got i go enough. i still go to this house i go to this house all the time uh there's not a lock or anything on the door so you can walk in, but half of it's fell in. Um, I just think, like that song, Miranda Lambert, The House yes. That Made Us.
1: I was thinking the same. Yeah, thing.
0: like it, there's something about growing up that way and there being a symbol of what you came from, like an actual physical symbol right. of where you came from to where you are now. Yep, I, I think it builds character. That there's a lot of people that are uppity will never understand.
1: Never, they will never understand that. And I think that, um, you know, look, looking back at it now, I like, like you said, going back and just seeing that or thinking back, because I, I don't know, somebody bought that that old trailer off of us a long time ago. I'm not sure if it's even still like, I guess you say in circulation now or on somebody's <laughs> property, but. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, just thinking back, you know, that's what you came from. It it sure makes you very, very appreciative of what you have now. You know, absolutely. And I try to instill that in my kids as well. Um, And, you know, my husband and I started out um, and he came from a similar background as I did, too. But we have both worked really, really hard. I mean, we we went from splitting firewood and baling hay in high school. where we are now I mean we did a lot I worked by myself for years while he went to engineering school at Georgia Southern and we had help his parents helped us my parents helped us um, grandparents stuff like that but um but you know it just looking back at where you came from and what you used to do and what you do now and I try to even though my kids are young now I try to teach them to have responsibility and that you know, even though you want a Nintendo Switch, sure, you know, now I could go out and if I wanted to, I could get my, my five year old a Nintendo Switch. But I, I try to use things like, okay, well, why don't you today let's go outside and you can help daddy cut the grass or you can help daddy rake or you can help do this. And we'll give you X amount, amount of money each week to put towards, you know, buying you something. And I think that teaches kids so much responsibility. And if you start at a young age, you know, that instills hard work in them. Because I'm people the, don't work like they used to, no, man. People no. do
0: not work like they used to. No. I'm the same way with Gracie. Uh, there's days that, like, if I'm sitting here, she's with me all summer. Um, her mom works during the day, so it just works out real good that she stays with me a lot during the summer.
1: Right. And I
0: work my own hours, so it just goes real well. Yeah. Uh, there's some days that, like, she'll want, what was it, a hoverboard and roller skates. Anyway, she wanted some weird shit here recently. <laughs> And I was like, okay, Grace, here's the deal. You know, we sell shirts. We sell merchandise, all this stuff. So I'm going to let you get on my TikTok and Instagram live and everything. I'll sit here with you, process the orders. Right. But you sell enough stuff to cover that. You work and sell enough stuff. Then you help me bag it up. You help me do the whole nine yards. And then when we get done, I'll go get, get you what you want. Because we, we don't, I don't believe in handouts. There's been several right. times in my life that that growing up that I, I probably or my family probably struggled enough to where we could have got EBT, welfare, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, it was hard Absolutely. growing up. Yeah. And, they, and, and my mom and dad never did. And right. I was taught at a young age that you don't ask for handouts. You, right. One, it's always something that somebody can hang over you. Uh, right. Or two, like, you, you have to pay that back one way or yeah. another.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It all,
0: it all comes back around. And there has been times I've seen a lot of people that I respect that have struggled instead of doing that. And I think that it is the generation like yours and the ones before us, like I should say our generation. I think right. our generation. We're the same was age. The last, <laughs> yeah. I think our generation was the last one right. to really be taught that, except for a couple parents right. that are going to instill that in their kids right before right. that that was the only way people knew how to live and i'm not knocking any of my only fans people that listen to this <laughs> but like that's why some people are just so easy at doing it right like i had to get in this big fucking argument about that the other day and people like you uh hell you and your husband or whatever however it would be some other people i've had on my show some people are very successful at only fans but not everybody's gonna be that way right Not right, not everybody is going to make that type of money. Right. And there's going to be people that one day regret doing it. Now, there's going to be some people like my buddy Kylie and uh, and, and Paige that have made fucking a million dollars in a year. They right. probably won't ever regret it because they're setting right. their kids up and everything for whatever.
1: Right. Absolutely. But,
0: but some people posting their buttholes on the Internet and only making a <laughs> hundred bucks a month, they're going to regret putting their butthole out there one day, you know? Woo-hoo! like it, and it's just I had to have this long spiel with somebody and i think that the people like us that have that i want to work for mine right i, th- I think there's something that's going to always be special about it. right
1: right and i think that we're smart enough to to you know bring that down to our kids too and that and that's more important you know i tell everybody and not just with that not just with work ethic not just with you know, certain ways that you were, were brought up on things, and I made a TikTok about this, but, you know, we can from this, we can even go off onto the whole racism, you know, still. Yeah. Growing up in the deep South, you know, and it, it wasn't necessarily, I'm not saying it's my parents, but, you know, being surrounded by a community of people and racism, blatant white people racism, hate against people with skin darker than yours or skin that's not the same with yours. You know, I was brought up hearing all that stuff and you are to a certain extent a product of your environment okay but once you reach a certain age and you can think for yourself I tell people all the time it does not matter how you're brought up I don't care if you're brought up in a racist situation in a racist community you you have your own mind and your own heart and you know what's right and you know what's wrong and I always tell people people always want to say put yourself in someone else's shoes I say put yourself in someone else's skin. Put yourself in someone else's skin that's different than yours. You know, um, I teach my children that it doesn't matter what color somebody is. It doesn't matter even what religion um, somebody else is. You know, listen, talk to those people, listen to those people. Everything you hear isn't true growing up. Certain ways that you're taught, um, you can change that when you get older. Um, And I think that's so important as parents, too, is to break you know, certain chains, um, fear about certain things, certain people, you know, it's important to break that chain as parents now.
0: I'm a firm believer. And like how you said, we're a product of our environment. I think, and this is going to sound the most ass backwards thing ever. I'm grateful for hearing racism when I was young, because it turned me off of it so much.
1: Absolutely. It
0: it, it made me want to be the same way. Uh, It made me want to be an anti-racist. And the only other example I can give to that is growing up in a house, my mom and dad smoked every single day. That's all they ever did. They smoked in the house. They would have a pack a day, two packs a day or whatever. I never, ever have wanted a cigarette. Now, my my mom and dad wasn't racist, but I grew up around others that were. And it always had such a negative taste in my mouth that when I got to be an adult and I could actually say, this is fucking wrong.
1: Exactly.
0: This is, I'm going to stand against this. It always blows people's mind. One of the things that I got in trouble for when I worked in radio was I went against the Confederate flag when NASCAR took it down. Right. Like, And they were like, how can you be Southern white and proud that you're from Georgia and go right. against the Confederate flag? Right. And, and like I had to explain to everybody. Yeah. Just because it means something to you doesn't mean that it doesn't mean something else to somebody completely different. You Absolutely. see it as a symbol of heritage. Some people see it as a symbol of my uncle got hung. You right. know,
1: like, Absolutely. You,
0: Absolutely. Like it's a fucked up line. And I don't have a horse in that in that race. I've never right. had anybody that had I never have had anybody that has used racism to hurt somebody in front of me. Now I've heard some negative stuff, but I've never seen them get lynched or beat up because of their race or anything like that. Right.
1: Right. Me neither.
0: I've never seen that side of it, but I've also never been comfortable around the other side to where you just see somebody flying that flag and they're super proud of it. And there's not like something sketchy to it. Like there's not something a little offsetting. Right. Right. It's just, it's just weird. I don't fucking like it. Uh, I don't care if you fly out for the right reasons. You fly out for the right reasons to each their own. I'll support you because this is we live in a free fucking country. But also right. understand if I support you for your right to fly, then I can support somebody else down the street for their for right not to, to it. Right, right.
1: Absolutely. No, I. I mean, I agree. You know, and it's you know, like you said, being surrounded by it growing up. Um and, and the confusing thing is growing up in the south, a lot of people from the south are Southern Baptists and Methodists and stuff, and you're taught in church certain values. Treat others how you would like to be treated, you know. It's like you're being taught one thing in church, but then you're going home and you're being around family members and they're spewing hate, you know, and it it just doesn't make sense. As a child, it's really, really confusing.
0: You yeah. know, I mean I don't I don't go to church for that simple reason right there to be honest with you Mm -hmm. i believe in the good lord jesus christ my lord and savior i'm not a very good christian but i'm a christian and i've just seen it too much i've seen it to where you know there's a lot of churches around here that you have got to have a, a a status, maybe, maybe a status in the community or whatever mm-hmm. to be even accepted in this church, or you got to be a certain skin color to be looked at. Right. In right. Just don't do the organized religion, I believe, to each right. their own. And, and that's I think
1: that, church that some churches are worse than others on that. And I do think that somewhere out there, there there are good churches out there. I believe there's good churches out there. Um, But you're right. And I think that's, I think that's turned a lot of Christians off. I think a lot of people who used to, who were brought up in church, have kind of been turned off from church, you know, as adults, because of that simple fact. I mean, I've heard so many people say the same thing you just said.
0: Well, like I'll put it this way. And this wasn't about anything to do with race. It was about me. I was a complete fuck up when I was young, like from the ages of 18 to 21, 22, I stole a lot of shit. I got in trouble with the law a couple of times for DUI and some other things and theft by uh, taking some scrap metal and everything. Well, first time I had to go to a detention center for 60 days when I got back home I knew I'd caught like that jailhouse religion or whatever they call it you know mm-hmm. you don't have anything else to do so you, you know I, I right. was a Christian before that like in high school day right. all that good stuff but I found more of God when I was there but it, right. was, it was my lack of anything else being there like I don't contribute the Christian I am today to who I was in jail because it was just a lack of options of who. To right. Um, but when I came back home, the first day I walked into a church that I had been going to off and on my entire life, there was a guy who was in charge of J R O T C or whatever. when I was in high school and I wasn't in that, but I knew him from high school. Right. As soon as I walk in the door, He's like, I don't even know why you're coming, son. You're just gonna get your ass right back in trouble. And it's like, Please. I'm coming into church, bro. Right. Like, I know that I fucked up before. Like, this is right. You're supposed to welcome the sinner in exactly. And exactly. you like the second I get in, and of course he didn't say ass. I'm
1: right, right, extra right.
0: Words in his mouth there, but right. it's like the second I get back, and I'm like, I realize that there's a hole in me that I need to fix. Right. This is what I come to.
1: And that's a, that's why you were there.
0: In yeah, like, yeah like now that guy he can i ended up banging his daughter later on in life so i felt like it was it was completely justifiable like he talked Karma. shit about me i slept with his daughter and it was it was great it was great I man was like, don't be a bitch dude no you know you got what you deserve out of this i'm petty dude i'm like richard fucking petty whoever if you man. piss me off i'm gonna do some petty shit towards you
1: And that's seriously the most petty way you can get back to another man. Oh, yeah.
0: That's that's
1: some level 10,000 petty right there.
0: I got one better for you. If you think that's bad. No, I'll make this a short and sweet so we can get back to you. (laughs) I was dating somebody several years ago, and they ended up breaking up with me. They were cheated on me with somebody else. And by the way, before even this gets brought up, because I know somebody's going to run back and try to tell their mama, this was not (laughs) when I was living in Macon. This was a different time in my life. I was not living in Macon, Georgia when this happened. But it's just real similar to another thing that people thought happened that didn't happen. Anyway, okay. this girl ends up breaking it on me. She goes and dates this older guy. Uh, anyway, which was fine. And he had a – it's either his daughter or his stepdaughter. That was, like, in her early 20s. Anyway. <laughs> I reached out to her on Facebook and made sure that if he was sleeping with my girlfriend, I was going to, I was going to rail his daughter.
1: You know what?
0: I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: is. she made her own decision. Okay.
0: I know she she that's did. That's the way
1: i look at that. Okay. She, cl- she was she cl- grown.
0: It was one of them times that you appreciate daddy issues.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. That's, that's some petty stuff right there, Josh.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you can You're work. actually making me feel better. You're doing a great job today. Well, I like I'm glad. This, I, like, I like this one-on-one. one-on-one. I, mean, I mean, I'm it's telling you,
1: you, I'm not as nervous today as I was the first time I was on here. I had no clue. You know how, let me tell you how country and behind technology, I had never even listened to a podcast until I listened to yours. That's no lie.
0: I'm so sorry you started with that one.
1: No, that's all right. But, I, I but enjoy it, much- though. I enjoy <laughs> it because... Like you said at the beginning of the conversation, it's literally like we're sitting in a living room yeah. talking shit right now. You know what I mean? That's what all your podcasts, the ones I've listened to, um, have been. It's just you chatting with another person in your living room or out by the fire, out by the bed of a pickup truck, because that's where we normally talk our shit at, um, is around the fire or at the bed of a pickup truck.
0: That's so, an, you know, and that's it,
1: just like this.
0: It's funny you said that. That is a goal for an episode that we're going to do this summer or probably fall when it cools down we're going to take the recording equipment to somewhere that we're going to have a, like a, this little fire, like you're probably accustomed to like we are
1: yeah. and set yep. that
0: shit up and just everybody sit around and shit talk. Dude, oh, that, be- that's
1: the best. Like you were saying the right, the, the drunk ride, that conversation, the, the conversations you have sitting around a fire and standing around the bed of a pickup truck are some of the best conversations you will ever have in your life and learn the most stuff.
0: Uh, you know? Yes. That's all Southern religion right there. Yep. I just made that up, but it sounds good. Um, it does. Su- southern education probably sounds better, not religion. Um, see, so yeah, I fuck up, too. Um. Well, let, Let's do this. Let's get back to you. Uh, nice. let, well, we were talking about how we got on to racism. You got to help me here because we got through a good bit, we, I got we a did, little we did. bit. So you, you go and pick back up where you want to pick up from.
1: Let's see. So ba- basically, I think I'm, I'm still going to hit on the fact that I'm glad that I grew up the way I did. Um, And here's a story. Let let me tell you this story. So growing up, you know, like when you were in elementary school, you'd come off of, um, you come off a summer break. And I don't know about you, but every year we would come off a summer break. And the first thing that our teachers wanted us to do was write about what we did for our summer vacation. Okay. So, of course, everybody else in class and school, we're writing paragraphs about Disney World. We went to Disney World. We went to Orlando. We did this. We did that. We stayed at this fancy place at this family place. Do you know what I wrote about every year? Because every year, we, we didn't get to do that. We didn't have enough money to do that. We, we didn't have enough money to go to Disney World and all these fancy places. But we lived right beside the river. And my yes. aunt and uncle had a tiny single wide, like a 1970 single wide, off the Hoopie River out in Reedsville, Georgia, and when I tell you we lived in that single wide during the summertime, and that was our vacation, and we were happy with that, and we didn't know any different, you know. I mean, that's that's just how we were brought up, you know. I mean, those were the best memories, the best childhood memories, that, and we'd go to Tar City Hunting Club in Blitchton, Georgia, and swim in the river all day and grill chicken, and that was our summer. That was our vacations every year, and we were happy with that.
0: We we yeah. didn't go on vacations either. I, yeah. I we, we didn't. Dad was either working or just didn't want to go on. vacation. I don't remember a family vacation. Right. I right. I, I would go with like uh, some of my real good friends that I consider family, like their families to the beach. Right, right, That's right. The only time I remember ever going to the beach, I don't ever remember going anywhere with my my mom and dad right. to the beach. Right um
1: same with us same with us
0: I, I think that's why now though i try to do so much with gracie right uh, gracie's right. nine or she'll be 10 this year and she's already been to universal twice disney world once coco beach She's just been a lot of more places because it's right. made me want to take her because yeah. i didn't have those family memories
1: right 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 and those are experiences for her i'm not saying that like there was anything wrong with those people that oh no me, i get but, what hey, you're saying you know what i mean like but yeah, i'm I get saying, what you're saying that you know, that was us like that. That was our summers. And I will never forget the best vacation. And we've since then, since I've been an adult, my mom and her husband have taken us to tons of places, Mexico, Washington. I mean, we've, we've been to a lot of different places, but my very, very favorite actual vacation memory was one time my grandpa who, um, my, my grandparents didn't have a lot of money either, but he saved up and there was, there were six of, well, five, cause it was just my mom and the four of us that went, but he saved up his money for an entire year to take us to Florida and we rode in a minivan an old minivan that my grandpa this is before they had TVs in in vehicles now he rigged up he ratchet strapped an actual like analog TV that had the old VCR in the bottom of it like the little ten inch TVs he ratchet strapped that thing on the center console of the in between the two front seats and somehow why, duct taped wired up some some crazy stuff and we rode to Florida and watched movies on that little analog TV and we stayed at like, I'm talking roach motels now, what nothing fancy, I'm talking about $10 a night type of stuff now, but we, we thought that we were big money because we went to Florida and went to the beach and that was the best vacation to this day that I have ever went on.
0: That's the way, I mean, I wish there's, there's two sides of me here. I I wish that that's the way Gracie was getting raised because then she would appreciate that. nicer shit more. Yeah. Like she would. But at the same time, I'm glad we can do what we can do for her yeah. Because I know that I value, like I'm still blown away with me going on vacation last week to Destin and Panama. I'm still blown away by the places I got to stay.
1: Right. right.
0: So it's like, I'm not, I'm still not as a 33 year old man. I'm not accustomed to nice shit. And it makes you appreciate that nice stuff a whole lot more. And it also makes it where, you know, you don't have to have on a scale of one to 10 of niceness. We don't have to have a 10 to think we have a 10.
1: Right. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah, that like, makes complete sense. Yeah,
0: I love that about me. Like I don't have to have the nicest of thing that probably costs right. the most to appreciate a five. Like and right. I love a five.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I completely understand and agree with that. You know, and, and there's some people out, I mean, you know, there's some people out there that that wouldn't dare, even in Effingham County that I grew up with, wouldn't dare get in the river wouldn't dare swim in the river or in a lake or in you know what i mean and it's just like dude i'm jumping in i don't care if it's a muddy water lake i don't care if the water looks like sweet tea like i'm jumping in if we go somewhere and there's a river or lake you know and some people are just like oh heck no there's no way i'd swim in that i'm just
0: man the only missing. the only thing about all that that i'm uppity about is i do have to have on like the shoe socks I have to. I split my toe wide open about like at the age of nine or ten on a piece of glass.
1: Oh, like man.
0: Half my big toe was like dangling. And the <laughs> whole time I'm on the way to the hospital, my dickhead cousin is telling me like, hey, your toe is going to fall off. Your toe is going to fall off. Oh, like, no. I, so I have to wear like boat shoes or something. No, hey. yeah, I, I have to. But besides that. And if that, something
1: like that happened to you as a kid, yeah. you know, that that sticks with you for a little while. You know, that sticks with you for a little while.
0: I would rather get in a river than the ocean.
1: Yeah, that's me. I can't stand I can't stand being sticky.
0: I can't, can't it. stand
1: it. I, I will go it. to the river, to a sandbar a hundred times before I go to saltwater, anywhere with saltwater. I don't care if it's a saltwater creek. I don't care if it's a beach. I don't care what it is. I'll go swim in a freshwater river or a pond or a lake any day before I, I go to the beach.
0: I'm gonna tell you something. And everybody listening right now has never heard this story. You you are going to get to be the first one unless you actually, like, know me, know me. Whoop, whoop. When I lived in Macon, I wanted to take up kayaking to, as an exercise. Okay. Um, so I started kayaking. Well, this was about the time that, like, I started getting big on social media with Bearded Bastard and some other stuff. So, like, everything I used to do, I used to, like, record some videos, do some lives or whatever while I was doing it. So this one particular fucking day in Macon, I am going down the river. Nobody's on the river. It's, it's wonderful. I'm drinking beer. I've got my, my little camera and everything set up. I'm talking to people on Facebook and all this stuff. I get out of the river after being in for like two hours. While I was in the fucking river, Channel 13 released – that there was a sewage spill of, like, two oh. billion gallons of shit and piss water Oh, while I'm in the river. Like, I'm clearly oh, floating yeah. with shit and piss. Don't know it. One of my friends goes back, and before I have a chance to take down the video of me live in the river, like, there's a video of me, like, getting water and, like, splashing it on my face <laughs> and, like, rubbing it all over me and all this type of stuff. Oh, I sw- no. I swim in shit water. Oh it no. Was the funniest, most embarrassing? There thing was ever.
1: literal human turds. There was. By you.
0: There was two. They said it was like two million gallons. Or it was, oh. it was two million or 20 million. I can't remember. Anyway, it was a big fucking number of nothing but piss and shit going down the river at the same time as me in the same location. Oh, I, what no. Was bad, what was bad is like the video of like the live video that I did. You could see where I'm like, hey, this is Arkwright Bridge. Hey, this is the interstate. <laughs> and that's where channel 13 was like saying, avoid the river. Avoid this comes. area. And I'm just sitting there like fucking basking in turds. Oh no. You I'm
1: didn't turn- get pink
0: eye, did you? I don't I don't think. If I <laughs> I might have, fuck, I don't know.
1: No. I, I, I
0: caught a lot of things in making. I don't remember if pink eye was one of them like, <laughs> Making was the first. Time as long
1: as you can get rid of it, that's all that matters.
0: Yeah, you know? that's what that's what they say.
1: You can catch it as long as you can get rid of it. As long I, as it don't stick with you.
0: Yeah, I haven't got anything that's kept up with me for a long term yet. Anyway. Well, that's um, that's
1: good news to hear.
0: Well, um, besides for your your just your upbringing and everything, um, you said you and your husband both now. What I'm just trying to like. I don't know. I'm just enjoying shit talking with you right now. I'm trying to, now, I'm, trying, I'm trying to prolong it. I'm trying to prolong the shit talking. <laughs> um, go tell, tell me more. I'm not going to ask you a question. I usually ask questions. Okay, to Keep, so, to keep so you it going, but like, fuck that. Just keep going. About
1: me and my husband. So let me tell you. So, yeah. uh, we met in high school. We're high school sweethearts. Um, ne- literally. Oh, I'm done us.
0: with this conversation now. Listen, fuck
1: listen, now listen. When I tell you never in my life did anything with anybody else, both of us so first first everything first everything josh okay never ever been with another man he'd never been with another girl like i was 15 he was 14 we met in sex ed of all things we (laughs) met in sex ed he heard me it was like it was hunting season and uh, he's a big hunter. He heard me talking to somebody about guns. And he said, he just remembered like, man, I got to go over here and talk to this girl because she seems like she knows what she's talking about. And I do because my daddy ain't raised no punk. Like he taught me um, a lot of stuff um, that most boys are brought up being taught. But you know, at the end of the day, I can kill a deer and drag it out the woods and skin it and gut it. And uh, I don't need no man. But, uh, <laughs> but my husband, um, he heard me talking. So he come over and that's how we started. And like I said earlier, we had similar upbringings, so we were both, you know, taught that you have to work for your stuff, and we started out splitting firewood, working at a deer processing place. Um, He cleaned, um, like, wood boom trucks, a guy that he knew had a, um, like, a wood business, and he would pressure wash their trucks for him, and that's how we made them until, or made it in life until, you know, we got older, and we started going to college, and I work at an orthopedic surgery center down in um, down near Savannah, Georgia, and um, I don't make a ton of money, but I make enough that you know it, it gets us by. And my husband's a mechanical engineer, so I was able. Money. He he makes good money.
0: He makes good money, <laughs> yeah. <And> we're very
1: <laughs> we are very blessed. I'll say that, and uh, I was th- able to uh, go ahead.
0: What does he think about your TikTok?
1: Uh, so my husband is very very shy in reserve believe it or not uh he he tells people to this day he doesn't even know how he had the courage to walk up and talk to me at school Uh, because both of us were the kids that sat in the corner of the classroom and kept to ourselves we didn't talk a lot we did what we were supposed to like we never got in trouble we were those kids okay because we knew that we'd get our ass beat and that's why we were those kids all right so um So, yeah, but he, he's quiet and reserved. He uh, he watches my TikToks, but and he laughs at him. But and when people talk to him, he'll talk about him. But other than that, he doesn't have a lot to say. But but, yeah, so we we do good for ourselves now and we're very proud of, um, you know, what we do. And we save our money because, uh, you know, we don't want to be in a bad situation um, or be in the same situation financially that, you know, we were growing up so it, it it's taught us values and stuff like that but we have two kids we have uh Landon is my five-year-old and uh Chesney is my three-year-old and everybody thinks that because I'm country we named her Chesney because of Kenny Chesney but that is not the fact <laughs> she's actually named after her name is Chesney Bell and she's named after my grandma that passed away so
0: I um, love that name and I'm so glad it's not after Kenny Chesney it's,
1: it's not it's not it's, it's uh-huh. not
0: you could have you could have named it after a gun
1: yeah yeah there's
0: so, so many there's so many kids around here that are named after guns or named dixie yeah, or dude
1: freaking remington and winchester and stuff like that i have a, yeah,
0: I, have I, a I have i have a niece that's named remy i guess and i love that i i don't i don't know exactly she's like a cousin niece or something i love gotcha. the little girl i love her family
1: oh uh, yeah
0: yeah her, her name is remy that's the but there's several around here that have bad names. Her name doesn't sound bad to me. I, no, I love no, I think uh,
1: that's a cute name.
0: It is a very cute name. Um, I don't know. I'm definitely have to have you back on some more. I think that's. I think we. I think we're going to get stalling out here in just a minute. Okay. Uh, so, but uh, I, I'm I'm going to apologize to you. I thought wrong about you. To start off <laughs> with. I'm sorry I ever said you were a Chick Fil A mom. That's I was, okay. I was expecting you to be a Chick Fil A mom. Uh, with Far too much time on it. her hands, too much time on her hands. That's why you were making TikToks and shit. And, That's uh, right. I was. I was wrong. I was a dumbass. Yeah.
1: Well, I, you know what? I I appreciate you taking that back. I really I do. do.
0: And I don't take I much it. back. I, I, okay. I, it's very rare that I take anything back.
1: I sure do appreciate that.
0: You're welcome. Well, um, I'll tell you what. Next time, I want to have uh real soon. I'm gonna pick some of my favorite people from Georgia. Okay. But, because we have a lot of listeners that aren't in Georgia. Okay. Um, so I want to have us all on and do like a cute little episode of, if you're from Georgia, you fucking understand. And if you don't, you don't. Okay. I think that okay. th- will th- be good. I think you're right yeah. up there with it. I think you got it. Oh, be. man.
1: You freaking let me know when that's going to happen.
0: I will. I will. Um. Well, thank you for doing the show again. And uh, make sure you stay in touch. Uh, Just text me from now on. Don't send me messages. That- on- I'm That's talking. fine. That, I, I'm gonna
1: get text messages quicker, anyhow.
0: So, yeah, I don't check. and People get on my ass all the time because so I don't check my my inbox on TikTok.
1: Yeah, me neither. There's
0: some weird people. There's yep. some weird. Do even though everybody knows you're married, do you get a lot of like weird messages? I do.
1: Men? I do. Oh, I sure do. I
0: and I'll tell them
1: shit. that I'm married, and some guys are just like, well, we don't care, or I don't care. And I'm just like, well, I do. See you later, block
0: you piece of shit you i've know. been with one man my entire life
1: yeah hey, values you man coming
0: along looking like job of the hut's gonna change my mind yeah
1: dude no heck no i don't even care what you look like you could be mr universe and i'm still not gonna leave my husband for you you know what i mean it's hey, one that's insane. what i
0: that's what i fucking love that's why yeah. i like you that's why i like yeah. you that's why we're yeah. all going to the water park together soon
1: dude you let me know when for real and we can go
0: Hey, you let me know. Let, give me like a week's notice next time you're planning on going, and I me will. and Gra- me and Gracie will go.
1: We go every week because I have season passes. So you let me know when you're free. Just know that I don't be looking like the little hot um, college girls you're talking about with little high that stand you,
0: you, up. You have a ring on your finger. I'm not gonna be looking okay. anyway. Okay. Uh, well, I'm just I'm a, you know. I, that would be a lie. I'd probably glance one time just to see what's going on, and then I'm just gonna move my eyes going forward.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, I'm just, very, you know, putting I that try out to be there very
0: respectable of of married women.
1: Well, I sure do appreciate that and I'm sure my husband does too. <laughs> that,
0: well, that's one thing like I love about this show is I have a lot of women that do this show that are married or they got boyfriends and I end up being just as good of friends with right. their significant right. other cuz they're right. like, "Oh, he's got big brother shit written all yeah. over." Like yeah. he's not texting my wife. I don't think I te- I don't think that I've texted you uh erica or jennifer at any point in time unless it's about work i I hate i I hate that
1: i I sent y'all a group text just checking in on everybody in fact you were down in destin and i was like i was like hey just checking in seeing how everybody's doing and i was like josh how's your liver because i had been seeing your tiktok she made and i was like oh god josh is probably like dead right now i was
0: hurting did i answer
1: no, you didn't because I'm pretty sure <laughs> it was like late in the afternoon and I was like, he hated this. Is the first thing that went through my mind after after you didn't answer back? I was like, okay, he told me that he hated group messages and he probably hated the podcast that I did with him. So he's probably just like, let me just this girl. Oh, no. <laughs> but then uh-huh. I talked to Jennifer. I have spoken with Jennifer since <laughs> our thing. Um, just she gave me some good advice and stuff like that. So Jennifer, if you're listening, shout out to you, girl. Thank you for that good advice
0: so just um, so you just so you can see it so nobody else will i have i think it's what is that 47 unread text messages and and half of them's from last week your message is probably right there but while i was at the beach i had so many random people like messaging me whether it was on facebook or TikTok or or whatever like hey come hang out and all this kind of stuff and people think that I'm just a, a people person. I am not. I, the people that I like, I like being around. Right, right. I've learned my lesson with letting fucking strangers just come and hang yeah. out. Like, I've got to get to know you a little bit before you get to come hang out. I don't care how attractive right. you are. It's usually the more attractive you are, the crazier the fucking that yeah. you are. And we don't we do not do that around here no more. And uh, so Start like, thinking
1: with your head up here, Josh. Right up here on top that, of your
0: shoulders. Little fella has like Dude. ran my life for Dude. a long time, and you know what? It's, it's this one right here. It's gonna run the rest of it. Absolutely, I'm so tired of that shit. Absolutely. But, uh, but no, if I missed your message, I'm very sorry. You fine. I'm You're very fine. sorry. I didn't. It was not intentional. And I, I figured actually,
1: you were just super drunk or dead somewhere, and I was, was like, I, I promise you,
0: know. you, I left on the Friday before last, and then I came back this Saturday or this Friday. I can't remember. I was gone a week. I popped a top when I left my driveway. <laughs> I didn't quit drinking until I was on the way home, like, till that morning. I drank more beer this past week than I've ever drank in my life. Your it, poor
1: kidneys and liver are probably still crying right now.
0: They are. Did you see where I pissed on the floor?
1: Yes, I did, and I was laughing. And that's when I knew you were still alive because yeah. I seen that TikTok. I was like, okay, he's still alive tequila will do that to you though you'll be thinking you're peeing in the toilet and you're peeing right on the floor my brothers know all about that
0: my friend just released a song called shot in the dark hey by the way you you got a nice little following Mm -hmm. on tiktok uh go uh make a video with shot in the dark and tag dustin heron Uh, all
1: right let me let me write that down real quick
0: it's dustin heron shot in the dark um but we uh we released that song that monday while we were there so the whole time we was down there, he was buying shots for everybody to get some footage to go in okay. the video and everything. So I don't usually drink tequila. And that whole week, that's all I drank was tequila. And that night that I pissed in the floor, I was already done playing golf that day. I had took a Adapix when I woke up, my appetite suppressant for the day. And then <laughs> I went out, I took an Adderall and I'd been drinking all day. And and I took like five or six shots of tequila with these married women at the bar that were Mm. the coolest fucking people ever. And uh, it was just, I had done too much. I tipped the Uber driver a hundred bucks. I'm the worst tipper on this planet. I don't know why I gave that son of a bitch a (laughs) hundred dollars. I called Uber the next day and was asking them like, "Uh, excuse me, there's something wrong with my charge here. And they was like, no, sir, that's a tip. We can't take the tip back. And i was oh. like oh fuck me and oh. then i wake up the next morning and there's a big pull of piss just chilling in there
1: don't even know when you did it either don't I even did, know when you woke up to do it do you
0: what's bad is i didn't know this till later and everybody this is exclusive info i did it twice <laughs> i did it in the corner and then i pissed in a bag like i pissed in a trash bag that had my dirty clothes I don't know how.
1: Don't oh know goodness. why.
0: I don't know anything. I don't. You know.
1: are. You don't understand how many people that I've heard get drunk off of tequila that do that, and it's just tequila. I've only heard yeah. tequila stories where people think they're peeing in the toilet, but they're peeing on the floor or on the couch.
0: Mine had a. Mine had a couple uh, extras with it, but yeah, whatever. We'll just blame <laughs> it on Patron. But uh, it was the tequila. That was just the tequila. Well, Brittany, thank you for doing the show, and uh, thank you for having we'll, me. We'll have you back soon, darling.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Stay in touch. Take care.
0: Yes, Yes, ma'am. And thank all y'all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. We'll catch y'all next time.